Welcome to Round Book Pod. This is one of your hosts, Anna, and I'm joined today by the rest of the team. If you guys want to just pop in and say hello. Oh. Hi, <laughs> with the team. Hi. So I'm here with Sarah Jean, Melinda, Mika, and Danny. Um, and we haven't been together since like July, and this is the most fun every time. So I'm very excited that we're here to talk to you about the best books of 2020. Now, we all know 2020 has been a year, and you're going to hear us talk about the best books of 2020, best reads, new to me reads, and most anticipated. But you're also going to hear about our trials and travails of reading in what has been quite the year. Now, welcome, everyone. I'm so glad we're here. So shall we just start off with, like, what is our favorite thing this year? Yeah. Our favorite thing is in, like, the books or just the yeah. favorite thing about the year? <laughs> Um, that will take us a really long time to come up with anything that's good. So, <laughs> not books-wise. There's plenty to talk about books-wise. Yes, okay. So, the best 2020 books that you read. And I'm going to throw it to you, to Melinda. Obviously, I could not come up with just one. So, corrupted you all. Yeah, last year, I mean, we all blame Anna because last year you just went wild with it. So, now we are all like, let's just name a million. But so I loved, loved, loved Olivia Dade's spoiler alert. And I am still thinking about it. I've read it and ordered it and I have a signed copy. I just love it so much. Um, The fat representation was so beautifully done. And it was like a love letter to anyone who wants to love themselves and be seen on the page. And I just think she has such a beautiful way of writing fat representation. And I just think it's, I really have loved to see her come into her own and have other people recognize her outside of, you know, um, bloggers for the longest time. And now more people have been recognizing it. And I love to see that. And I just thought this was a wonderful book. Isn't it amazing? I remember when, you know, she had just these little library books and um, the spoiler alert was not even a twinkle in her eye. Right. Um, now, you know, a trade size book out there in bookstores. That's, that's really it, it just delights me. Cause I, I know that she has said openly, you know, that, you know, bloggers loving, you know, teach me. And then she would you know have gotten the Avon deal and it just makes me so happy to see someone who loves who she is and who like her writing and I just I love that book so much so that is probably one of my top reads of the year so okay then we'll come back around for more but okay we're gonna go around now Danny what was your top read of 2020 y'all making me feel like a slack I, I, I got one book (laughs) now you have discovered our rule follower (laughs) look like i really didn't read a lot this i mean no well but let me let me backtrack so i started off good i was like at like maybe the beginning of march i had read like 30 books but (laughs) i hit that sophomore slump and (laughs) But I knew it was going to happen because I was like, I'm reading way too many books right now. I said, it's going to happen. I'm going to hit a slump and then I'm not going to like read anything for like Mm -hmm. a really long time. And Mm -hmm. then a lot of the stuff I was reading wasn't romance. So it was like, that's another thing. Mm -hmm. But um, the one, but 
like I said before, plenty of times, the one thing they did get me through, and it wasn't really 2020, it just was my time management. So mm-hmm. really didn't have time to read a lot of full books. So I just was reading novellas and short stories and that just was getting me through, just giving me a little bit of time to read. Hey, I can read this while I'm doing this or whatever. So um, the best book I read this year, I'm going to have to say, is a book I talked about on the podcast before, is Go Deep by Rosie. That just was like, it was really good. And it was like one of my favorites that I read. And when I read that book, it really made me want to read everything she wrote when I get the time to read. But yeah, that was my favorite that I read this year. Thank I really you. I that book. I read it after. I, th- it w- I think it was you who I saw talking about it. And so I went and read it. It was really good. Yeah, I've been seeing it on my timeline. So I'm blaming you guys. So <laughs> I, I think I did buy it. So when I read again, <laughs> we'll all be able to catch up. Now, Sarah Jean, what was your top book for the year? That's hard. So I also picked a bunch, but I'll do the first one on the list. Mm-hmm. We'll come back uh, around. Which is The House... In the Cerulean Sea or of the Cerulean Sea? Remember? By the Cerulean Sea? It'll be correct in the show notes. Don't worry. <laughs> I have to look it up every time. So I don't House know. in the Cerulean Sea by TJ Klune, which I read. I read it, yeah, when it came out in April. I read the, I listened to the audio, and it was the most perfect, soft, tender thing that I needed in April when everything went to hell. <laughs> Because it was just gentle. I was like, ah, oh, yes. Uh, but it's such a beautiful book, and it's very tender and very caring. And it's just, it was just absolutely what I needed. Because I've read a lot of things this year in different stages. Um, mm-hmm. I I hit, like, four million words in fanfic this week. You are not alone in that. I think a lot of people have been reading uh, a lot of fanfic because they can't face the books. Well, Mika, did you have a favorite for 2020? Yes. So I'm going to flip the script a little bit and give you, it's a favorite, not only my favorite that I read this year, but also my favorite that I personally hand sold to people. (laughs) Oh, that's always cool. But I will preface it by saying, of course, that um, I did a great in reading until March. And so my reading challenge, it looks terrible on Goodreads, but I'm going to go um, after this podcast, I'm going to go to Goodreads and I'm going to set my challenge lower so that I look like an <laughs> overachiever. I literally <laughs> just did that. You got to push the numbers. It feels so mine good. Was mine was at 100. I read 76 books, so I made my 75. Now five books ahead. (laughs) (laughs) And I just want to recommend that to anybody who's struggling with the Goodreads challenge, that there is absolutely no shame in that. And, you know, if you read like 60 books this year, put it at 30. Make yourself feel good. It's great. 200%. (laughs) Boom. Exactly. (laughs) But my book for this year is, um, it was not a book that came out this year, surprise, surprise, but it is, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on the name. Do you want to tell us what it's about? Please hold while I go look this up. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. I don't know what happened. Like I have the sequel title. So it's by C.L. Polk and it's the Kingston cycle. Oh, it's yes. the first book in the Kingston cycle. And I am blanking. Witchmark. Thank you. Witchmark. It was so good. It is so good. It is about people saving. Well, as I call the first one, it's about gay boys saving the world on bicycles. Um <laughs> And it is delightful. I love it. And it talks so much about like PTSD and I can never get enough witches in romance. There's like a romance. There's lots of hard topics. There's a lot of very hard topics Mm -hmm. in this book, but, and, and CL Polk pulls no punches. So it is very, very, very good. And then her storm song, the storm song sequel came out this year. Mm -hmm. Um, And, I haven't read it yet, but lesbians. So I love <laughs> I love books with lesbian protagonists. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. But I have told many of my friends about this book, often friends who don't read romance, and have very gently um, gently persuaded them by basically saying you need to read this book or else. So <laughs> if you love me, read. Yes, exactly. Well, my top book of the year was Take a Hint, Danny Brown by um, Talia Hibbert. I just love how Saf, Saf is in his relationship with his niece, uh, his just care for Danny, even though, you know, Danny doesn't care for herself very much. And the way, you know, they're both dealing with so much separate uh, emotional stuff, but they always stop for each other, you know? Yeah, that, that book made me happy in the audiobook was delightful the audiobook was really great it was i was doing a lot more audio earlier in the year Mm -hmm. but my audio capacity is like nothing right now yeah anybody else read some really awesome things in audio this year my audio capacity is like ridiculously high right now i think i'm at like 50 50 so i'm listening a ridiculous amount (laughs) i did by melinda's recommendation what did you read? She'll have to help me with the author, but I read Slay. Oh, my gosh. So it good. So good. Oh, Brittany, Brittany Morse. Brittany Morse. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. I, I think, think I may have read that at the end of last year. It's about a video game that she creates. Oh, my well, gosh. I, I think, yeah, you didn't you wreck that to us? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So the, the world building of that one is just amazing. I'm so glad that you like that one, Mika. I, I loved about that it. one. And I don't really read a lot of audio, um, but I, but I love that. I, you said, read it in audio and I said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The audio is really excellent. Yeah. For me, it was uh, boyfriend material by Alexis Hall. That was just delightfully narrated such nice contrast between Oliver and Lucien and um, they're, they're disaster boys <laughs> it, it really it was one of those things that bust some of my slumps through the middle of the year I'd gone like probably six weeks without reading and then I walked around a park and I didn't want to stop walking <laughs> because it was such a good book to listen to though I should say if you're a vegetarian you might have some issues with how the vegetarian topic is handled because it's played for last at points. So just a warning. Other than that, I adore the book. I think my favorite part of it was probably when Luke. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
his friends come to his apartment and help him clean. So he's like, SOS, I need help. I'm drowning. Please come. And they come. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was probably one of my favorite parts of the look. Yeah, that, that's one of the things I really loved is that he has such a, a fabulous queer circle of friends. And it's actually really funny because he and Oliver, the only thing that they share in common is that they have one straight friend who keeps trying to hook him up. And so it's just just really funny. Uh, but yeah, so one of the things that Lucian does is that he has this circle of friends that he introduces to Oliver um, and who just care for Lucien when he is obnoxious so yeah so i listened to um cemetery boys by aiden thomas and it was so wonderfully done but the narrator was so great and there was this really great um narrator author interview and i know that i mentioned it when i uh, talked about it before on the podcast mm -hmm. but i every time i mention this book i have to mention this interview at the end because it was this really touching interview where Aiden chose this narrator specifically because it was a trans Latinx um, narrator. Mm -hmm. And so they did this interview about how meaningful it was to both of them to get to do the project. Mm -hmm. And the narration was just fantastic and the accent was amazing. And um, I highly recommend, I mean, I absolutely love this book, but the narration just makes the book come alive. So it was just fantastic. I, it's funny, I'll have to try it because I am so picky when it comes to Latinx books and audio because I run into some terrible. <laughs> I'm sure. You know like, what? I'm very also like I'm very I I started that it was it was really but I had got it from the library and I started it like two days before I had to go back. <laughs> but <laughs> You know how we always did, you know. Yeah. And but yeah, the narration is was very good, and I'm very particular about narrators when it comes to books with um Latinx characters. Like, mm -hmm. if I, I'm very particular, I've read I've read um how many I've read three books, three or four that had Latinx characters. Let me think. Mm -hmm. I read Mexican Gothic, and that narrator, she was amazing. Frankie Corzo, she was so good. Clap that when you land. Terrifying. It, it was. And, like I just keep and poking I'm not like, a scary. I'm not a scary like a horror type book person, but I was like, I was like, I think because I was so anticipating everything to be super scary that I had like scared myself too much. So then when <laughs> stuff happened, that wasn't. You know, because I'm like, okay, something scary about to happen, something scary about to happen, something scary about to happen, and they're like, I'd like out scared myself, but yeah. And <laughs> I, I, I do that too. I'm so scared. I'm so scared. Oh, <laughs> um, the other, oh, Clap When You Land by, um, what is her name? Elizabeth, Elizabeth Acevedo. Mm -hmm. She narrated it, and another person narrated that with her. And both of them were good. And I read another book called we Are Not From Here by Jenny Torres Sanchez. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember who the narrator was, but she was very good too. But yeah, I'm very particular. Like, I will stop reading mm -hmm. immediately <laughs> if they say something that sounds like a terrible TV. You know how they mm -hmm. do like. Well, I and I, it, yeah, they, 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 they
Yeah. And my favorite part is when sometimes when they'll get like hard words right because clearly they practice them and then they they screw up a word that like poppy and you're like oh, <laughs> why why did you do that so yeah, yeah so okay like, i i love elizabeth acevedo so i'll definitely be reading that and i am one of those people who i clap when i land so that's like for me for audios that were really great this year black sun by rebecca Rowanhorse. Mm-hmm. It has four narrators who are all indigenous or first nations. Mm-hmm. And it was like, for a while I was like, okay, I think I've heard all four narrators now. And then the fourth one appeared. I was like, nope, there, there they are. <laughs> um, but it was so good. And there was such a good balance between the four point of views narrated by each person. Mm-hmm. And it was, it's such a good book. And my husband read that and loved the, the book. And I have the audiobook uh, on my Audible queue. So I am very excited for it. I love Rebecca Rowan Horse. Yeah. Uh, another audiobook that I loved this year that also fe- featured Latinx characters was American Sweethearts by Adriana Herrera. And um, that one was lovely. Though I kept worrying about how much these people were drinking. <laughs> It was a birthday, it's a big trip, and they're traveling for a big wedding, and it's all this Dominican excitement and fun and um, by characters, and yeah, it was sort of a good wrap-up to that series. Now, any other books we want to mention for the best of 2020? Because I still have a bunch on my list, but I, I, I I'll want another I'll do a couple some. quick mentions. Candy Hearts by Aaron, Aaron McClellan which was an absolute, her erotic romances, which she keeps labeling novellas, are more like novels, because this one was like almost 50,000 words. And I think because there was a nice pace between all the sex scenes, it didn't feel overwhelming to me. And I was like, yes, this is, this is great. These people are great. And then um, Sword Dance by A.J. Damas, um, which is an alt-fantasy Mediterranean-style story. And that was great. And then um, Two Rogues Make a Right by Kat Sebastian. I have that on my waiting list. So for me, two books that I uh, wanted to mention and couldn't go without mentioning would be Deal with the Devil and Wolf so in Sheep's good. Clothing. Oh, sorry. That was me, Melinda. I loved the, the Kit Rocha one. Mm-hmm. And Deal I, with the Devil. Yes, love that. And I, I feel like I've read the Charlie Adhara, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like this that. is the one where they go undercover at a oh, marriage yeah. retreat. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So I just love how those relationships keep growing. And with Deal with the Devil, it's just really great to to see um, community win again in, in Georgia. So uh, yes, super soldiers, mercenary librarians chasing after a trove of books because they like to shoot the community, and then lots of backstabbing. So it's fun. I mean, what more can you ask for? <laughs> <laughs> it's so sexy too, uh, because of course. And we were blessed this year. We had two books or more, I think, by uh, Nalini Singh, Alpha Knight and Archangel Sun. Uh-huh. Archangel Sun. Alpha Knight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I can't be, I can't pick which one I loved more. I was so inside changeling's girl and then I finally got into the 
Guild Hunter books, and I just love the hummingbird story and her finding love and finding a partner that values her for her and encourages her to to stretch her wings. So well, I'm behind on that series. She gets a story. She yes, gets it. It just came out like last week. Dang. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, do we feel we've covered all the 2020 best so stuff? I have two quick ones. Okay, go for it, go for it. So I super loved um, Like Lovers Do by Tracy Levesay. Mm-hmm. It was so good. It was like the perfect friends to lovers, which is usually not my thing. I just I, I just felt it was ridiculously like sexy and the perfect summer read. And it was just the perfect book at the perfect time. And it was just one of those books that... I will definitely be reading again. I loved it. And then this one just came out of nowhere for me. Strange Love by Anna Aguirre. Mm-hmm. It was the just... bisexual insect alien. Yes, but I know it's, it's just such an odd book, but it's so freaking good. And I loved it so much. And with a talking dog and it's just... I love it and I recommend it all the time and I've also reread it and I'm not a big rereader so um I just love it and it's definitely in my top for this year so those are all my tops woohoo so even though we struggle to read some of us more than others we still read some amazing books and then there's all sorts of books that I know we would want to mention but you know we, we, we do have limits. Uh, so we're going to now move on to books that are were new to us in 2020. Now, this could be an author that's new to you or a book that was published long ago, but you discovered this year and you loved. So um, go ahead. <laughs> um, so I know I'm like way behind the eight ball here, but I read my first Courtney Milan books this year. Wow. Um, I read a governess affair, the governor's affair mm-hmm. and the Duchess war mm-hmm. and I love them. And like, I think we all know I'm not really a big historical person, but I like those books just entranced me and I love them so, so, so much. And then there was a YA book that I read this year that I wanted to mention. It's called the weight of the stars by Kay Ankrum. And it's about basically two two girls who really, really hate each other, but they, <laughs> um, but they end up kind of bonding over space and over like looking at the stars through a telescope. Mm-hmm. And there's so much like science in this book and their friends are all like their found family. And it's just a really beautiful, beautiful read. Cool. That sounds awesome. Now, Sarah Jean, who did you discover this year? So this year I discovered the Los Nephilim series by T. Frohawk, which is set in um, 1930s pre-Franco Spain. Hmm. And then the one that came out this year was set during World War II in kind of like an in-between dimensional space on the French-Spanish border. In a Nazi prison? Okay. Sort of. Um, so it's an alternate history fantasy thing where there's angels and demons. 
Um, and there's this half-angel, half-demon who's also, like, the reincarnation of King Solomon's best friend. <laughs> um, it's very weird and very dark, but the relationship between the half-demon, half-angel and his husband, who's also an angel, was really tender and really beautiful and the second big novella, or second big novel in the series, was really dark, to the point uh-huh. where I was like, they survive, right? And it was really good, and I really loved the fantasy and, like, the politics of pre-Franco and then in mm-hmm. the middle of Franco Spain. It was just good. Oh, cool. <laughs> it's weird and good. Also, lots of content warnings. <laughs> now, Danny, who did you discover this year? So, like, new authors I read this year were, I said before I read um, Rosie. That was my first time reading her. And she had a, a, a holiday book that was called The Twelve Dates of Christmas. And I meant to read that. That would have been my first book, but I waited too long. And I can't read Christmas books after January, so I didn't <laughs> read that. <laughs> it, it's, it's my rule. I can't read them after January and before November. So, you know, can't violate those rules. Those are the rules. Can't violate. Um, Like I said, Rilzy, I read a, like, it was like a novella short story from an author. Her name is Kima B. And it was called Heat, Heat Wave. And it was so, it was kind of like, I want to say it was kind of enemies to lovers, but it wasn't. It, it was like can, kind of like animosity to lovers. Yeah, so uh-huh. that the heroine, she see it was a guy that she used to see all the time in the grocery store. And so the next time she went, she like dressed like really nice, uh-huh. and she wound up like slipping on an orange or something like that. <laughs> and, then, oh. and and she kind of like embarrassed herself in front of him. But, like, she had got an attitude with, like, the store worker. And he was like, you know, I wouldn't date you anyway because you have a nasty attitude. So, like, she was like, well, I don't like you anyway, you know. And she was a a writer. And her AC was messed up. And he winds up being the guy to come fix her AC. So, like, you know, the story ensues from there. But that was really good. And after I read that, I was like, I need to read some other stuff by her. Um, another author is Shay Sanders. I read like two novellas from her. One was, it was called Love and War. Okay. And it was like a um, marriage in trouble. And <laughs> I was laughing because the wife in the story, she did something and she had to apologize to her husband. I remember reading it. I was like, man, I would have faked my death while I apologized to him. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I was like, I never apologize to a man, but she did something. I I see why she, you know, she didn't need to apologize, but it was like something on both sides that they mm-hmm. did, and they wound up coming back together. But it was really cute. And after I read that, I was like, I have to read some more from her. Some um one of my um someone I follow on Twitter, I can't remember her name, but she's the one who kept putting it. She kept putting her books on the TL, and I was like, I have to read one of these books, because she keeps talking about these books. So let me read one. And then I read it. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so good. But, yeah, those are um, the three new ones I read this year. Everybody else I read was 
pretty much the regular. I read some other new ones, but you know, those were the main ones that stuck out to me. Like, I, I feel really... like I didn't oh, oh, read as oh, many new there's people. One more, mm-hmm. one more that I, I always say this. Keeney recommended this to me. I had one you know, like a total social media blackout for this book, which means like muting the name of the author, <laughs> muting the name of the title. Because, like, I'm like, I don't want anybody to influence. I'm very easily, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. if I see a book getting too much hype, I don't want to read it anymore. Yeah. So I was like, I want to read this. So I have to go total social media black. Nobody out. can ruin so, it for me. <laughs> right. And that was um, You Deserve Each oh. Other by Sarah Fogel. That book was, I love, I love the little prank stuff. But at one point, I was like, wait a minute, y'all go a little too far, but it was really good. But I um, love she's that a book. author, and that was the um, first one I read from her, but that was good. Yeah, I love that book too. And um, in the first, yeah, for the first part of it, I was like, I do not know why people are so hyped about this book. <laughs> and then I completely did a 180, so. <laughs> Oh, very cool. Now, Melinda, do you have some new to you uh, recommendations for 2020? Um, well, Sarah Hogel was one of them and Rosie was another. Um, but the other one would be Danielle Allen. Um, I read a couple of hers. My favorite was Work Song. I really liked that one a lot. I had a couple of people recommend it to me. And I just really enjoyed it. And I've read um, quite a few of her since then. I read it for one of the bingo challenges that I've been doing that Danny and Jen put together. Uh-huh. And um, Work Song is definitely my favorite of hers. So I would definitely recommend her, though, because I've read quite a few of hers and all of them have been really good. Well, great. For me, my author discovery this year was uh, Diana Biller, uh, Widow of the Rose House. And that was like fun, gothic, and you had a soft hero and a heroine, you know, with like not going to not going to bend to no man kind of idea. She she dealt with an abusive husband that she's left behind, which causes this huge scandal. And she's just not going to do that again. So I loved that, that book. It was very engrossing. But honestly, this year I didn't read a whole lot of new people. And that's on me. I just honestly had very little energy to like branch out. So I read a a lot of, did a lot of rereading, but one of the people who I always turn to when I need a little something is of course, Miss Bev. So I finally read Indigo and I read it before we interviewed her. So that was one of like my highlights of the year of books that I wish more people would have read. I have three more quickies. Mm -hmm. Air's Game, which is a webtoon comic about a sword fighting competition to see who will become the prince's new bodyguard. And of course, one of the bodyguards or potential bodyguards falls in love with the prince and the prince falls in love with him and they start sneaking around and stuff like that. And there's also a lady fencer who falls in love with this noble woman and it's it's very gay and very delightful. <laughs> Uh, Then there's Muted by Miranda Munt, which is about witches in New Orleans. And one of them, when she does her ritual to summon a demon, uh, it goes wrong. And then later she finds out that she summoned this plant monster. And it's her relationship with the plant monster and another witch. And it's a weird polyamorous V. Mm. Um, And it's also delightful and also a bit dark. And then 
uh, Sons of Britain by Mia West, which is a Welsh Roman King Arthur retelling that uh, loosely becomes a paranormal historical later on. It's a take on King Arthur uh, as a young Welsh Roman boy falling in love with one of his comrades. And then the third book is uh, Trans Lady Lancelot and not Arthur's sister. Oh, Trans Lady Lancelot and Guinevere. Yes, which was absolutely delightful and I loved it. And it was a really great series and I highly recommend it to everyone. Cool. Now, we are all wishing for a better 2020. Go on. Right? We all want to, you know, hug our families again and not be mad at people for not wearing their masks. And now, what books are getting you excited for 2021? Mika, do you have any books that you're excited about? I do. I've I've got two of them. So one is Wild Rain by Beverly Jenkins, which is coming out next year. Woo! With yes, with Spring. Spring Lee, who's a a female rancher. So I'm all over, I am all over that because the one thing about historicals that I do like is I love a good Western. Um, <laughs> so a woman owning her own ranch, I'm like, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm really, I'm really excited about that book. And then Piper Hughley has a book coming out. It's a contemporary called Sweet Tea. Yeah, I'm so excited to see what she does in contemporary. She has yeah, some amazing historicals. And it's gonna take it's gonna take place at Milford College. So I'm really <laughs> excited about that. Nice. So yeah, those are two really great ones to look forward to. D- Danny, do you have a book that you're looking forward to? Um, yeah, like I have not at all been paying attention to what's coming <laughs> out that's new. I was like an author um on Twitter. They um, put out a tweet saying they were compiling a list of black authors coming out in 2021. And I was like, that's good because I haven't been paying attention to anything coming out next year. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm like, I need a list. And, and someone um, someone else, um, I think a lot of people know them on um, Twitter, a blogger, um, Nick of Books. I think that's her, tw- yeah. her Twitter name. She had a list. And I'm like, where'd she get all these books from? Like... <laughs> Did she ask somebody? I'm like, because I have no idea what's coming out next year. Like, absolutely no idea. So, um, I had to check, like, what I have pre-ordered. So, like, I have two books pre-ordered for next year. And one is Sweet Hand by N.G. Peltier. Mm-hmm. And she's, uh, um, she lives in Trinidad. In, I think, yeah, I think she lives in yep. Trinidad. And, um... I follow her on Twitter and I've been following her writing journey. So I'm excited for her first indie book to come out. And the other one that I'm looking forward to. That's a beautiful that cover. Pre-ordered. Yeah, so pretty. And she posts stuff. Um, She posted a, like an aesthetic. The other, mm-hmm. um, Earlier today I saw it. It was so cute. I was like, I can't wait for this to come out. I didn't even, she had like put out a thing about arcs. I'm like, I don't even want to, re- I'm going to read it when it come out. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just excited for like the actual book to have the actual book. So the other one that I pre-ordered, it comes out in April. Um, someone else talked about Anna Gary. She has the Ars Numina series. Mm-hmm. Um, It's like her paranormal series and um, the Jaguar Knight 
comes out in April and I'm excited to read that one. Because like all, all these, I've read the first book and like all these characters have been in all the books. So I'm like, I'm excited for this book for this character to come out. So yeah. Cool. Very cool. You know, I feel you, Danny. I, I've also like, it's hard to think about next week and I just haven't even think, really thought about next year. So I know some books are going to be follow-ups from, from books I followed this year. So like I have, I know there'll be The, the Devil You Know, uh, which is the next Kirosha book. I'm eagerly awaiting it. They're writing it right now, I think, or the next book after that they're writing. So they're dropping hints and it makes me want to see that crowd again. And I have the arc for Blood Air by Lona Andrews. So that is a long-awaited book featuring Julie, the daughter, the adopted daughter of the main character in the, and I'm blanking on the series name, but yes. Kate um, Daniels? Kate Daniels. There we go. Woo! Kate Daniels. Um, Yeah, so it's Julie's book. They've been serializing it on the website, and I am trash about reading stuff in multiple blog posts, so I'm very excited that it's all in one place in my e-reader to read. Sometimes Anna, I do think we are the same person <laughs> because I am the same way. I I I didn't know that there was a new book coming out because I too like I'm just I I never know what's coming out when. Um, but now that I know that this is coming out, I'm uh-huh. I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be ready. I'm just excited. Julie had so much hate from the fandom, and they they, they did it. So, so good because oh never mind. Something <laughs> I shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> we have strong feelings about Julie haters. Just yes, we do. <laughs> Fight me. <laughs> All right. So, um, Sarah Jean, what are your most anticipated from 2021? There's a lot. Um, I'm also half the time I'm just like, there's nothing coming out next year that I'm excited for, and then I have to go through the list. So on my list, my first one, which I technically read this year, Winter's Orbit by Everina Maxwell, was an original story that was published on Archive of Her Own that is now being published by Tor. So I read it in the unpublished, published on AO3 version, and I have an arc of the uh, new version, so I'm excited to see how they are different. And then uh, The Gentle Art of Fortune Hunting by K.J. Charles. Um, which is a Regency romp of hers while she was that she wrote while stuck while writing um, the bookseller series. Okay. <laughs> and then the Queer Principles of Kit Webb by Cat Sebastian, which is her 1700s highwayman story. Jasmine Throne by Tasha Suri. I've never read her before. Aria keeps yelling great things about her. <laughs> this is supposedly a queer romance. It is. A, well, it's a queer fantasy. She is holding it close to her vest, but she loves romance. And so she is not going to tell us how romance is going to end up. But I, I feel assured. I have um, faith. I've read her other one, and I have faith. I, I got to interview her for next month, and we talked a little bit about Jasmine Throne. So I am highly anticipating that one, too. I will be tentatively hopeful about the romance desolate <laughs> Um, and then it's lesbians you gotta you gotta be happy about that um but this year was just so much fan fiction that that's been what it's getting me through at this point anything that works anything that works now melinda we haven't hit you yet right right i have a 
you. So I'm super excited, like Danny is, for Sweet Hand. Like she said, I've been watching um, Nat's uh, writing journey on Twitter. So I am super excited for that book to come out. I'm very excited for Big Bad Wolf um, by Seleka Snyder. I read an early version of this, I don't know, maybe six to nine months ago or so, and it was great. I know that there's been changes to it since then, so I can't wait to. I have an arc that I'm planning to hit once I'm in one of those must-read uh, PNR books. I am very excited. I have an arc too. I just haven't read it yet, but I'm very excited to read it. And I'm when I read it, it was wonderful. So I'm very excited cool. for it to be out in the world. And then of course, Nalini sings. Um, she's got a Sly Changeling Trinity book mm-hmm. coming out next year. Very excited about that. And she has a suspense book coming out too, right? <laughs> yes, yes, which I'm excited about that. And then there is, so I love Chase Verity. I will read mm-hmm. literally anything Chase writes. And um, they have a, it's a contemporary romance. It's how to be good. And it's with a talk show host and a teacher, a university teacher. And I haven't seen much about it, but they were on the Twitter thread talking about books that they are coming out with next year. And so I immediately went to Goodreads <laughs> and I do see it there and it doesn't exactly have a release date, but it says 2021. So I will be stalking that to see when it comes out and immediately buying it. Well, you'll have to tell us how, how it lives up to yes. your excitement. I'm very excited about it. So we have shared with you a gazillion box, even though, <laughs> We're tired. <laughs> we our points burnt out, but we have been reading, and we wanted to just share with you things we love because that's what's going to get us through this. So we just want to thank all our Round Book Pod listeners for always being there and being excited about awesome books. We want to see what's on your list of awesome. Uh, what things got you through the year? Uh, please let us know on on Instagram or on Twitter. You can find us there at R-O-M-B-K-P-O-D from BookPod. And again, a huge thanks to Sarah, our amazing producer, who makes us sound good and gets us uh, all organized and together every time. And this is a big goodbye for, let's say goodbye to 2020 from the whole team. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Rom Book Pod, inclusively yours. If you like weekly recommendations on inclusive romance, please take a moment to subscribe. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest at Rom Book Pod. That's R-O-M-B-K-P-O-D. Thank you for joining us. And until next time, happy reading. <laughs>